Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I am Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to a special Valentine's Day edition of It's a Thing, where we are filled with love for all of you for supporting our little show and letting us bop around the world looking for neat things and checking out people's cabinets and asking them about their drinks and just trying to uncover the things that we're all going to be talking about either now or in a couple months or for years to come. I discovered both of my things while outside. Me too, while traveling. It's an outside episode of It's a Thing. It's an outside. We've gone outdoors. <laughs> Inside, Actually, one of my things is indoors and one of them is profoundly outdoors. And it's amazing. Uh, yes, uh, but thank you everyone uh, for joining us and uh, being in our hearts on this Valentine's exactly. Day. I know, and I, I think it's really appropriate that we're all, you, me, and producer Rich... And the Discord, spending it together. Aww. Love you guys. Love, Love you guys. guys. Beep. You're, you're my Valentine. Um, my things are drugs and alcohol. I'll start with the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bro. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this because I only saw it on a sign. It was a sign at the side of the road uh, for what we used to call in my day a head shop. Uh, and it was, you know, a little sandwich board. <laughs> you did. That was not your day. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to let you pro- portray yourself as the, of the age when things were actually called a head shop. Come on. Oh, no. We totally called it a head shop when I was in college what? in 1988. Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. I thought that was like a word, a name from the 60s. And I was like, no. It probably no. is, but we were still using it. Okay. That's adorable. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> so it was like CBD oil and, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. All, all the stuff you, uh, you know, e cigarettes, e juice, and. Kratom? 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 K-R-A-T-O-M? Release the Kratom? Kratom? I'm sure someone in Discord will know how to properly pronounce it. I'm looking it up right now. What is the definition of Kratom and how to pronounce it? That's what I thought as I was driving down the street. I'm like, what is that? Well, it is an evergreen in the same family as coffee. Uh, it's indigenous to Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Papua New Guinea, that that area. And the US FDA says there is no evidence it's safe or effective for anything. <laughs> and yet it seems like it's a thing. Uh, yeah, people use it a lot for chronic pain uh, or even to treat opioid withdrawal because apparently it, it triggers the same receptors. Uh, but it's getting a growing recreational user base because it, weirdly at low doses it energizes you and at high doses it sedates you <laughs> supposedly and it, you can suffer withdrawal if you stop using it so it's got some kind of addictive property apparently not as much as like an opium or something like that but it can lead to withdrawal um huh. it's already a controlled substance in 16 countries the u.s has only banned it for import and manufacture as a dietary supplement okay. uh canada only lets it be sold as incense <laughs> What? <laughs> Not for ingestion. 
and, and so there's a there's a there's a growing movement. The the thing might be ban kratom. Did we figure out Apparently, how to pronounce it? By the way, yes, uh, many pronounce it as kratom. Kratom. And others others call it kratom. Like but I think uh, when someone says Tom, why didn't you go to the doctor earlier? You cray Tom. Cray Tom. Yeah, but a little less on the Tom. So like kratom. Kratom. Okay. Um, and uh, here's a definite thing that's happening in like Thailand and places in Southeast Asia where this has been a thing for a long, long time. Uh, the four by 100 cocktail. It's kratom leaves, cough syrup, Coca-Cola and ice. Holy God. That sounds <laughs> fatal. That is a bad idea. I feel really, you know, I'm a little bummed that literally just as I'm discovering this thing, thanks to you, it is definitely being cracked down upon. In fact, when I looked it up to see how to pronounce it, I immediately got a story from the from OregonLive.com about how about headline Kratom crackdown for youth possible in Oregon. Yeah. So 2014 is when they really started to move against it. They've been talking about making it a schedule one controlled substance in the U.S. Like I said, other countries have already done similar things. Uh, there were. Uh, a tenfold increase in Kratom related poisonings between 2010 and 2015. Um, oh my God. Yeah. In California, and, they're talking about it too. I had no idea. Yeah. Some, so users say it's eased their chronic pain and other health issues. And, mm-hmm. and San Diego County supervisor stopped just short of declaring it a public nuisance. Yeah. So, so that's why when I saw it on the, the little sandwich board sign as I was driving down the road, I'm like, that's new. That's probably been around for a couple of years and I don't know about it, but it's like popping up. And that makes sense. If if as the rhetoric for banning it increases, more people find out about it and then want to try it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is fascinating. Kratom had no idea. And absolutely, it does seem like I love the like at low doses it energizes people and high doses. (laughs) The article says numbs pain. But yes. Bums, yeah, yeah. It, it it has. It, some people say it has an antidepressant effect uh, as well. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. A lot of times with substances, people claim it does pretty much anything they can say it does to convince you to buy it. So right. it's hard to tell which of these might be real. And the FDA has said we don't find it safe and effective on anything. Uh, but there also haven't been a lot of clinical trials on it. Well, so, yeah, I was going to say that's what the FDA has been saying about marijuana for years while simultaneously sure. refusing to invest any money and in finding out if it actually works. So, like, who knows? It exactly. sounds like. Yeah, we don't know one way or the other. That's it's it's hard to uphold that that kind of opinion in this day and age. But, you know, it's like could be good, could be bad. Uh, right. Don't know. Maybe yeah. we should try to find out since a lot of but people seem way, to be using it. It's for sure a thing. Effects yeah. may also include a boost in energy, talkativeness, increased confidence and increased levels of concentration and focus. <laughs> and then there's like the the pronunciation part is my favorite thing in this article at kratomguides.com, which cites like a whole bunch of like Reddit forums, people arguing about how to pronounce it. That is fascinating. Oh, yeah. Huh. So I guess it could be kratom. It can be kratom or kratom, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, my first thing is a bunch more wholesome, I guess. Oh, good. Maybe? We need that. Yeah. <laughs> we need a chaser. <laughs> Even though I like, you know, like giggle like a 14-year-old boy every time I say it, but pickleball. Oh, pickleball. Pickleball? Have we mentioned pickleball? Wow. I mean, listen, I don't know. I can't promise that we haven't mentioned it because you know me, but pickleball is a thing my uh i belong to this like swim and tennis club and they just introduced pickleball and they're obsessed with it it's like pickleball lessons and pickleball this and the new court and the blah 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 and then 
all of a sudden, all especially all the tennis people I know are talking about it because I think it's like it's kind of in the category that like squash was in a little bit in the 80s where like you can play it inside and it's not you don't have to work as hard. I mean, squash people played kind of crazy, but you don't have to work as hard as tennis. I think you don't have to run as far because it's like near as I can tell a smaller court with paddles instead of rackets and then maybe almost more like a wiffle ball type thing. When I was looking it up to see if I could verify the thingness, I found an article at statecollege.com and it's like pickleball, the racket that's taking over America. (laughs) Get it. Published Um, today. I know we talked about it, but not on the show. We must have talked about it in the pre-show or something when you were thinking about putting it in maybe because I definitely remember telling you uh, that I played pickleball in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Back when we used to call things head shops, I was also playing pickleball. (laughs) In the not 60s? Yeah. Yeah. But we used wooden rackets and and basically, like you say, wiffle balls. Fast forward to me being in Vegas uh, for the Frog Pants event, and I'm walking out to this rooftop pool at the Plaza Hotel to meet some friends, and there is like a pickleball championship happening on the top of the Plaza Hotel. And they have for sale like these, uh, you know, graphite uh, pickleball paddles and specially like official licensed pickleball ball. And it's like, wow, pickleball has come a long way. And it's serious wow. now. Serious it is really. And it, it seems, by the way, like it's not even that new. Like when I looked it up, it sounds like, you know, in 2017, the Chicago Tribune was reporting that the growth of pickleball is on fire. And if that was like the start of the sort of trend, it has peaked now because it is everywhere. Is every everyone is talking about pickleball. Like you just like walk down the street and you just overhear. And in fact, <laughs> on this national, like it's the National Parks Association site. They're talking about like park trends and what are they going to do? And as of the end of last year, they were like, What's going to come after pickleball? Corf ball. They said pig yoga. Oh, okay. Which you probably didn't see coming. No, nope. did, um, did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah. The parks say, I, I think pickleball is going to hang on a little longer before pig yoga displaces it. <laughs> a trend we... Gonna be, although that goat yoga thing is a thing where they put a goat on top of people. Like, I don't know where that came from. But is pig yoga competitive? <laughs> No, I know exactly. I'm like those don't those don't even they're not even in the same yeah. category. I mean, pig I guess ball. I could see that ha- being like you know the newfangled county fair has the pig yoga ribbons. <laughs> free, pickle, free, pickle ball, pickle ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of that. I'm really not. But now apparently now I'm gonna have to try it because we have it up at the club, and I guess it's time try the pickleball. Oh man, pickleball! I can't believe pickleball is back, it, and it really is. Um, I guess it I should really have stuck is. with it. It's really funny. And I, and I, would have. Have, I could have rode the wave. It's not too late if you take some Kratom to just like relax your muscles and then yeah, hit the pickle. No, pickleball. I mean, I'm <laughs> a little worried. Maybe I'll just get drunk instead. On <laughs> Here some it comes. Agave-based spirit that can't be called tequila because know, Mexico like, requires oh. that old tequila be made in Mexico if it's going to be called tequila. I think there's a little exception for U.S. with bottling. But essentially, if it's not made in Mexico, pretty much you can't call it tequila. But there is a company, it's been around for like almost 10 years now, called Desmond G in India, 
started by a guy who wanted to drink margaritas. And he was like, you can't find freaking tequila in India. It's like, when you find it, it's too expensive. Nobody drinks it. It's nowhere. He's like, I want to start making tequila in India. So there's like an affordable version for people. And of course, he can't call it tequila. So it's an uphill battle. But apparently, he's he's built it up to where he's shipping 10,000 crates a year, mostly in India, mostly uh, locally where he is. And I think Karnakata. But he also does some export, you know, and and he's branched out. He's doing a local uh, local spirit called Mahwa now. He does a few other liqueurs. Uh, but I just love this. Like, yes, agave-based spirit. Catch on in India. Agave-based spirit. <laughs> you can do this. I had no idea that, that tequila was in the, the kind of champagne category. Yeah, yeah. Where there were those sort of limitations. That's Anybody really who has a trade deal with Mexico has to honor that. So South Africa had a locally oh. based tequila maker until South Africa reached a trade deal with Mexico and they had to stop calling it tequila and then they went bust. Oh my God, that is fascinating. Yeah. And then there's this art, this really interesting article that Tom put in our rundown about how evident Mexico can't even match tequila demand because as we have discussed many times on the show, tequila and mezcal are huge things. There was even an article today in like a, some sort of a goop site or something that a friend sent me that was like, are there benefits to drinking tequila every day? Yeah, I know. And then it was like, here are the good and bad things that can come from drinking tequila every day. And I was like, no, no, no. They're good. You feel great for the first half hour. <laughs> then, And then you do. Not, I just was like, what is even happening with tequila that we're to the point where people are like discussing the, the relative good or ill of drinking it every day? Well, and the thing about India is they're, the place where he makes it, it has a similar climate to the places in Mexico where agave is grown, which is very, you know, it's a very limited region. Uh, right. And so he's like, I can, I can totally grow this stuff here. I just can't call it tequila. It's like, um, what, what is it? Is it Cabernet? That's really Bordeaux, but you can't call it Bordeaux for the you know same reasons. Like it's basically Cabernet. the same. Mm, Cabernet think, is pretty different from Bordeaux, but there must be something. There's something that is grown in California and it's like basically the same grapes, but they can't, yeah. you know, they can't call it. I'm just looking over at our Discord uh, where at Porter is, I, I guarantee, about to answer this question for us because he will know. Um, anyway, it, what, what it says, what that article says is that not only can Mexico not keep up with tequila production, but to your point that maybe India can pick up the slack, but they're going to have to figure out a way. They're going to have to make a, they're going to have to write a new trade deal with Mexico that lets them call it tequila because agave-based spirit. Yeah, because it's an uphill battle to get people to realize that agave-based spirit means tequila. same thing. I don't know. I like it, though. I can see them going for it, and it sounds a little less like, I mean, I know tequila has a new connotation because now it's like keto, and it's like the clean alcohol, but it still Mm -hmm. has like a little bit of a trashy vibe to it. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, mezcal, I think, is is benefiting from the keto thing because it doesn't have that tequila (laughs) association. Oh, uh, that is amazing. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go back to somewhat wholesome. Oh, one good. More time okay. Sorry. Yeah. I've been, with, I've been dragging us into the gutter. No, I love it. I mean, I told you guys about the Batanga, the greatest drink of all time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tequila, Mexican Coke, lime, and a little salt. Because I can't remember if we said it on the pre-show or, or the show. Or an agave-based spirit. Or an agave-based spirit. And it's an like Indian a, Coke, <laughs> lime, and a little salt. A cola, an agave-based spirit, cola, <laughs> lime, and a little so anyway uh i discovered this weekend and it does indeed seem to be a huge thing if not 
a newish thing, mm-hmm. the big green egg. I assume this is not actually a thousand year egg <laughs> nope. or, or anything related to a chicken. I was deeply confused when people were talking about it because someone had produced uh, some absolutely perfect steaks. And I was like, oh, how do you cook these steaks? They're so smoky and yummy. And she said, the green egg. And I was like, so did you get them from a restaurant or what did you do? So it turns out the green, the big green egg is like a cult favorite barbecue type device. Oh. But it's basically like it's like the instant pot of barbecues because it's a ceramic charcoal grill and smoker. And then it has sort of like multiple racks. And so you can make yummy, smoky grilled food in there. But then there's even like pictures that like people do like bread on one level while the steaks are cooking below or something. I don't really know. But it's really, I mean, they are so well branded. Like people are obsessed with it. Obsessed. Uh And then they have, they talk on their site, they talk about the egg experience. (laughs) Of course they do. (laughs) And you could also buy egg accessories uh, yes you should such that as is, uh, convectors and <laughs> stop and baking stones <laughs> so wait so this is a a grill it's not it's a device a for a grill nope it's a grill like you burn okay. you, you burn in it but it's ceramic you don't add it's this covered. to your existing one you're like this is my new i'm buying the big green egg that's my new grill yeah and this is your jam and then you like Cook and, stuff. And so the difference is it's got a round top instead of a square top, but it's bigger than the round grills that you you used to get from Weber. Well, also, but it's also made out of ceramic. And so, so yeah. And so, and it's got a pressure gauge on it. It's more like, enclosed. It's more, maybe you get a little type situation. Okay. Yeah. The difference, according to App Porter again in the Discord, the difference is that it has a ton of thermal mass. And he repeats in all caps, a ton, because ceramic, I guess, holds in the heat really well or something. Right. And then maybe, so it says, according to, uh, there's a big article about like a big, you know, grilling show coming up and they're having this thing called a polar barbecue in some, you know, in Canada or whatever. But the guy basically says that the reason it's so great is that it's so well insulated. So you can cook things for a really long time. But it's almost like also an oven, like how you can make you can make bread in it, you can make fish, you can make whatever you want. But it's all about the insulation because it's yeah because it's and he I I see in this story that you have here from hngnews.com that it it, you can cook year round because it's so well insulated. Doesn't matter what temperature it is outside. Yep, you can use it as a smoker, a grill, uh, an oven for baking. You can roast in it because you can cook for a really long time. I mean, really, it truly is the outdoor instant pot, near as I can tell. I I don't know enough about this to tell, but I my I'm skeptical that this is that different than something that already exists. I'm I'm waiting for somebody to tell me like really it's just a rebranded X. You know what I mean? Like it just feels thermal like mass, bro. Like thermal nobody mass. had thermal mass before. This was the f- I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a Le Creuset, but a barbecue. It does. It looks like it looks like a Le Creuset. For sure, big green egg. Now we're now I'm gonna have to get one for the party. Yeah, absolutely. I have to make like nine different kinds of food for the party. I mean, it, there isn't really like there are smokers and there's you know, but you keep having to feed them. I wonder if you have to. I wonder if you could feed less fuel because it holds in so much heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know of a ceramic outdoor 
not well, outdoor right that like seals so maybe and stuff? it's maybe that's what it is is somebody figured out like oh let's take that clay oven and put it on wheels i wonder how much it weighs it's got to weigh a ton i'm thinking it weighs a lot it looks awesome <laughs> i want it. i want one miranda janelle says thermal mass sounds like a hot yoga version of catholicism <laughs> 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 and this is why, if you are not already, you should really become a supporter mercy. of the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash it's a thing, and connect your Patreon account to your Discord, and then you can join us live during every taping each week, which frankly is the best way to do it. Because <laughs> everybody in the Discord is either A, unbelievably knowledgeable, way more so than we are, or hilarious, or both. We like to play stump at Porter, because at Porter knows everything we've ever covered on the show exactly but linux fiend reports that the double xl big green egg weighs uh, 375 pounds that's all <laughs> so it's also a workout plan yeah, exactly it's an instant ulcer i'm gonna get one i'm just gonna, I, also i'm gonna say those steaks were amazing how'd you make these steaks and how'd you get that hernia big green you, egg same answer <laughs> Two questions. It's one a geological answer. feature at Porter's. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some emails. Holly Hawk uh, wrote in on Crocs and Disney. She okay. says, Crocs. I never was a fan of Crocs. My wife has had a few pairs for years, but just for around the house. I don't think she ever wore them out. Maybe to the grocery store years ago. I don't know. But anyway, when we moved to the house we're in now, about two and a half years ago, I wanted to buy new slippers. The house is all hardwood floors, so it could be a little tough standing and walking on that a lot. I contemplated several types of slippers, but was worried about my feet being too warm. My wife convinced me to try Crocs as slippers, and I'm sold. I only wear them in the house. This is partly because I can't imagine wearing them out <laughs> and partly because by not wearing them outside they stay cleaner in terms of tracking stuff on the soles i very much consider them indoor only slippers but i have to say they really do save your feet when standing and walking on hard surfaces a lot mm-hmm. they're t- i mean they're totally back they're a huge thing now like they did a collab i mean i did this on the other show but literally there's like a crocs post malone collab <laughs> like they are totally back but i will say i and i bought eli and i some for christmas and i actually got his hanukkah crocs i got him blue ones and me white ones hanukkah crocs hanukkah crocs ha <laughs> because i thought it was so funny but uh, we both are like but we don't wear these outside though yeah let's, yeah let's you're, you're in the hollyhock uh, section also thanks to hollyhock shannon k that charlie dude and fat emo kid for reminding <laughs> us that the thing we were trying to remember about dressing up at disney without being in costume was called bounding Wait, uh what? hollyhock says i had never heard of this before seeing a youtube video related to the practice molly you said something like licensing ug when we were talking about it and i always assumed it was more related to disney not wanting park visitors to mistake other park visitors for employees or characters hadn't thought about it being a licensing issue but maybe it's a little of both yeah i had never heard of this and all of the people who wrote into us about it were so excited and they were just like dude duh bounding and i was like what bounding oh god's can't believe green I earth that. yeah what because why would you because it makes no sense but apparently it does come from the uh the origin of this phrase is disney bound as in you are bound for disney oh i thought it had and to then, do with boundary or something but that makes more sense actually yeah like boundary as in you're not allowed to yeah wear their licensed stuff or you don't want to i mean i think it was like it's meant to be inexpensive so there's a site called disneybound.co 
Welcome to the official hashtag DisneyBound website. DisneyBound is meant to be an inspiration for you to pull together your own outfits, which work for your body and wallet, whether from your closet or local mall. And then there's like all these outfits that look kind of like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast or kind of like a prince. But the then one, they're, they're the, gender fluid. Yeah. The ones I saw when I went to the uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, before it was open to the general public when you had to get, you know, reservation in advance were stellar. I'm like, yeah, you just look like you live on Batu. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I would imagine them wearing. But it's, what's, yeah, it's crazy. Well, what's so interesting is that a lot of these, like, on the, at least the outfits on Disney Bound are not overtly costumes at right. all. No, that's the genius of it, right? It's like, yeah. oh, that's wow. just a dress, but it also works perfectly for X, you know, whatever it is you want to be uh, be fitting and then in some with. of them are yeah in outfits influenced by a disney ca- i mean thank you to everyone because i learned a lot about this i had never heard of it and everybody was like oh duh <laughs> would you say your um, knowledge of disney has advanced by leaps and bounds i was i would not say it but you would <laughs> but uh bum uh speaking of crocs jay martin sent us in the kfc and crocs collab that no one asked for <laughs> and yet here we are uh-huh. Collab. Nobody can get enough of the collabs. Chicken legs on your Crocs. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, 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 I think, well, you know, if you had to choose, would you go fried chicken croc or in and out ked? Did I you see those fried, making the rounds? See, I want fried chicken ked. Is that not on the menu? I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want I'm fried chicken, the, but I'd rather wear Ked, so I'd go in and out Ked, because I also love in and out. I know. Come on, video. Show me the croc. All right. I'm, I'm focused. I'm Show focused. me the croc. Amanda in Tennessee wrote to us on the topic of cowboy boots and said, I got my daughter cowboy boots in January 2019, which seems mm-hmm. to be in the thing range. Uh, she really likes them, and I think they look super cute on her. They are very versatile and have lasted longer than any of her other shoes, and she insists that they are cowgirl boots and corrects anyone who calls them cow boy boots yeah please mm-hmm. uh refer to your boots the way you want them to be referred to and instruct Sassy. others accordingly uh robin left a comment on the it's a thing dot me blog about two things in one robin says i realized today that i'm wearing a thing but there's more to it than that i bought a nice silk blouse at a thrift store a couple weeks ago it hung in my closet for those couple weeks because it's been too cold to wear it i put it on to wear to work today and realized it's got the chrysler building look two (laughs) things in one two things in one (laughs) way to rock the double thing love it i love that and then coyote brown in discord which we've mentioned several times on the show today uh says that (laughs) writes in with a hydro flask watch 2020 update which is that now Hydro Flask makes a new 20-ounce coffee flask with a flex sip lid. Whoa. Will Molly's coffee cup journey finally be over? Man, those of you who are Buzz Out Loud fans will know this has been a long journey. <laughs> and those of you who are not should know we're talking about basically content Tom and I used to make like 15 years ago. Right. Uh, flex sip lids have been hard to say throughout that entire time flex sip lids uh but i kind of want the one the 12 ounce one with this little mug it's just like a regular old coffee mug this is where mug came from by the way this is why bug out buzz mug. out had mugs and you can shout mug on twitter or shout mug at us on the street and we'll know what you mean yep 
Um, then they're really nice. Uh, guys, I left my hydro flask on an airplane, and so now I have to oh, not no. only buy. I know. I'm so sad. Oh, now I'm probably going to have to buy a new one, but by the time I buy a new one, it'll be over, and there'll be a new water bottle. You should just get the hydroflask.com coffee slash coffee. I really should, because yeah. that's really nice. And I'm, I've been going back to my old... Uh, Whatever they were called, the swole, the swore, the swoosh. Swole. <laughs> Snap the swole. What are those ones? You know, the, the woke. Like, the woke one. Anyway, it's so embarrassing because it's like from two water bottle trends ago. You know, it's funny is uh, I went through SFO for the first time since they changed uh, the policy to not allow plastic single use bottles of water. And so I was curious how it was going to be handled. And I was, of course, uh, I, I, I found that they're still selling bottles of water in aluminum bottles that could be reused if they weren't so ugly <laughs> to maybe not have been the best solution because I'm like, how many people are going to buy these and just throw them away? I know exactly. I mean, uh, I guess they'll recycle them, but you could recycle the plastic too. So I don't know. Uh huh. Don't get me started. Mm, mm. That and straws. Straws. <laughs> Don't get me started on straws. <laughs> Amazing. Let's uh, right. let's pivot to the shout outs because let's this week our producer Rich has created our shout outs featuring lyrics from Goodbye by Night Ranger. I don't know if I know that song. Do we need to listen to it real quick so we can get the like the the rhythm right? Or is it better that we don't? <laughs> it it might be. It, let's let's do this dry. I think it'll be funnier. Okay. All right. There once was a time, never far from my mind, on the beach on the 4th of July, I remember Mike Akins. And you on the edge, never close, never far, always there when I needed Jake Woods. But it's hard leaving all this behind me now, like a schoolboy, so lost, never found until Gabriel Cohen. And all this could be just a dream, so it seems I was never much good at Louis St. Amour. Bravo. Only Rich. Louis St. Amour could be good bravo, at Louis St. Amour. Bravo. Well done, Gabrielle, Rich. And it might be Gabrielle because it's it's the lady spelling. So, Gabrielle, ah. if I got it wrong, I'm sorry. Um, and thank you. Thanks to those of you who support the show at the shout out level. Thanks to everybody who supports the show at any level. It keeps us going every single week. And really, thank you for listening. We love you because it's Valentine's Day. Yay. Be mine. You can also email us your things to feedback at it's a thing that's right. Uh, please do that because that's where all the good stuff comes from. And yeah. we will talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.